Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Hindsight is Horrifying. The podcast for the TV generation. Hell yes. I am an host. <laughs> I just I know how much you love that. Uh, and it never gets old. Jason My Mitchell. English degree is burning in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Good, you're getting some use out of it. You bastard. Uh, this is Jason Mitchell, and I'm here with my co-host. Darth Jader. And tonight, we are continuing our trip down Christmas Lane. La, la, is that a thing? La, la, I don't know. La, 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 la. With a very serious, very uh, poignant in, movie. Yes, uh, this this shook uh, cultural phenomenon in the 90s. It's too. a lot like uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, yes, but there's yeah. no slapping anyone until their ears bleed, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is a little. Uh, listeners, get excited because we are discussing uh, a classic for some. 1996, it's Jingle All the Way with Ooh. Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, Sinbad. So, um, we've got some special, special guests here. Don't in the rip studio. on Sinbad. <laughs> All right, you can. I, I can, though. I can. Phil Hartman. Oh, well, the great. We'll get there. And you heard his voice. You've heard it before, listeners. We have young Adam back in the studio with us. Hi, everybody. Finally, I'm back a different my, Adam. Uh, for back, back for my fourth appearance on the show. And Woo! speaking of the number four, I was four years old when this movie came out. hey Oh, that's why you're young, Adam. Play the cricket. What year did this come out? 1996. Oh, wow. Yes. I graduated high school that year. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was still relatively young myself, but young Adam's got me beat for sure. And we also have a brand new special guest in the studio for your listening pleasure today. Listeners, it is young Adam's girlfriend, Alyssa. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the studio. Ah, thank you. She didn't want to be here, but she had to give him a ride. That's so. a lie. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I think I love this movie more than he does. Oh, snap. I'm looking forward to that friendly competition oh, for this cinematic episode. masterpiece. This wow. is why we're together. Oh, Starring yeah. Phil Hartman and Sinbad. That's just, that's an era that, that the world will never see again. And Rita Wilson. And uh, you mean Tom Mole. Wife? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and we should probably go ahead and rip that bandaid off. Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Oh. Darth Vader himself. I don't know if I should call him Darth Vader, but I mean, yeah. He, yeah. He didn't kill any younglings in this movie, so that's he's I, got that going. I think for that him. I think he's Darth Methamphetamine now. It's all because if, he didn't get a turbo if, man. If, yeah. Oh, oh, that's what happens. That's what that's happens genius. when you have the real turbo man at home. Oh, oh, not the knockoff version from uh, the Blue Light Special at Kmart. So, yeah, uh, listeners, you are joining us for Jingle All the Way, so that's very exciting. Thank you for tuning in to this extra special Christmas episode. And so we have to uh, talk to the couple in the studio because uh, they... I'm not sure what the process was for y'all's selection of the movie, so did y'all decide on this together or who chose it and then coerce the other one into it? What happened? Well, when I was given the option to choose a Christmas film... Um, this was the first one that came to mind. So, uh, yeah, take that as that's you will. You, that's usually how we pick movies, too. Yeah. But I immediately uh, went to Alyssa, and I was like, hey, jingle all the way. She just looked right back at me. Jingle all the way. Good choice. We bonded over process. this movie. We, we bonded over this movie. Uh, we watched it last year for Christmas. We just watched it again this year for Christmas. It's one of those movies where I brought it up one day, and her eyes lights up. And it's a connection that we have. Yes, and last year when we did our Christmas production at 
the theater that we do a lot of stuff with, we had matching Turbo Man t-shirts that Aww. we wore every day yeah. backstage, which uh, was an experience for everybody else, to say the least. That's adorable. See, I didn't even know that there was such a thing as Turbo Man merchandise until I started doing my research for this uh, show today. You got to go to the dark web. Ah, yes. Yeah, the CIA has all that stuff covered up. Or oh, they hiding if you... it at Area 51? Was that one of the many things that are that are still hiding there? <laughs> or you can go on Amazon and buy an actual Turbo Man doll for like $700. Are Something you like kidding that. me? No, it's, it's a real thing. You can buy a, your own Turbo Man action figure, listeners. You can buy your own Turbo Man action figures with the low price of $750. Wow. Because what I found from my research is that uh, Fox Merchandising originally released like 200,000 of the dolls when the movie came out. As promotion, yeah. And they sold out from Walmart. Like, it was a big deal, apparently. But they were only 25 bucks a pop back in 1996, so it, or whenever they released the dolls. It, it is amazing to, to see the stuff from our childhoods because it wasn't one. We've had several childhoods in this room. Um, say we're we're yeah. encapsulating several but, years. But you look on, on eBay. I looked the other day. Um, my my mom was throwing out some stuff and she found some of my old G.I. Joes. Oh, yes. And they were in pretty terrible condition. You right. know, but I was like, oh, you know, hang on to them. You know, we'll do something with them later. And I went and uh, I wanted to see how much it would cost to buy. And I was thinking, what was the most expensive G.I. Joe that they ever made back in the day mm -hmm. and it was the aircraft carrier the uss flag i remember that one when i think my brother had it it was like back then i think it was like 150 bucks i mean it was huge it was like which is expensive long. considering yeah. the time yeah so i went on ebay just to see i'm like i wonder if i if i was the sort of person who just wanted to go buy a brand new mint in the box one how much do those run on ebay and uh, twelve thousand dollars. Oh my God! Twelve no. grand. Yeah, it's, it's a used car or a GI Joe toy. <laughs> right? That's a tough decision. I know, yeah. right? It's like I could sell my car. What will you get? get a more bicycle. Mileage out of? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, girls do the same thing. I mean, I go online and look at what my Polly Pockets would have gone for these days, or my Tamagotchis. Uh, for all you ladies who had a Tamagotchi in the nineties. Well, that wasn't a girls' toy. Everybody had Tamagotchi. That, you know what? That's true. Well, I started started out with the Polly Pockets. That was really What is good. Polly Pockets? Uh, it's these tiny little uh, little figurines, and they have tiny little houses and tiny little pets. It's just miniature dolls, basically. And really small. It's yeah, a choking hazard, is yeah, what no, it is. No, literally. Like they, <laughs> yeah. uh, just, they were such tiny little figurines that they had to increase their size to make them more uh, acceptable to actually market to small children so that uh, kids wouldn't choke on them or... Just swallow them all together. Yeah, so now, now it's less likely to kill someone. That's but good. Yeah, so Polly Pockets go for an obscene amount of money on eBay, as well as Tamagotchis. I've seen Tamagotchis go for like 60 bucks starting, depending Jeez. on what kind they are. And I've got two just sitting at home. So naturally, when I moved uh, into my new house, I, f I found all my old toys and whatnot. And I dug up my Tamagotchis. And I was like, wow, I could probably pay my next mortgage with these if I really wanted to. So. And, and speaking of toys, I do want to get back to the movie, but that does yes. remind me. Um, did I have, have I told you what I'm going to do whenever I'm move out of my house yes but you haven't told young Adam and Alyssa, told so maybe no i just I, I just thought this would be the a very fun way of welcoming the new owners to the home is i'm going to go into the basement <laughs> i'm going to go into the crawl space <laughs> this is so and i'm going to get a skeleton from the halloween store and just <laughs> yep. shove it way in the back so that it'll be maybe like a year or two before they get back there and find it and then imagine the fun they'll have make sure to leave like oh, some so much fun yeah. 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 i like the way you smelly. think yeah yeah so it smells like something's been decaying in there yeah. <laughs> oh no i like your style um 
on that cheerful note, let's get to the synopsis of the movie. So, um, Alyssa, why don't you tell us what this movie is about? Oh, gosh. <laughs> just, a, so, just a quick couple of sentences. That's so, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a very terrible dad yes. named Howie who realizes on Christmas Eve that he forgot to buy his son the one Christmas present that he wanted, which was a Turbo Man action figure. Mm -hmm. Naturally, Christmas Eve, you forgot to buy the number one hottest toy. He forgot the Tickle Me Elmo. He forgot it, and now he has to go on a journey trying to find a Turbo Man doll before Christmas. And what kills me is that he he really is, like you said, Howard's a bum of a dad because he's terrible he's really terrible well, you know the 90s was kind of the decade of terrible dads <laughs> yes. Yes, you know? was, yeah. that was a trope yes you got robin williams and mrs doubtfire oh, yeah. you got oh he wasn't a terrible dad he was a terrible husband there's okay. a big difference. Well, also got, difference one would say that those two kind of go hand in hand no he brought a real life <laughs> pony into the house for a birthday party that's that's some baller yeah, dad yeah, yeah. Well, you, also got, you also got jim carrey and liar liar and then you got yeah, howard and jingle all the way, which it, is just as classic as Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. But anyways. But, but oh what a, you know, that synopsis that you just said of the movie, though, that is literally, okay, you can see that at a production meeting. It's about a dad. He was supposed to get the number one toy in America. He yep. didn't. He realizes it on Christmas Eve. Boom, there's your movie. Go film it. What do we shoehorn in between these realizations yeah. and these moments yeah. to give it a more substantial story? So yeah. d- to that end, I, I do agree with you, Alyssa, because Howard is a bum of a dad. Like mm-hmm. he, The movie starts out, his little boy's about to go earn his purple belt in karate class. And yeah. Come on, kids, we got to go to Tina's karate concert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Howard misses... Um, the karate class, despite numerous reminders from his wife, from his secretary, from everyone in the in God's free world. Hey, your kid's earning his purple belt. You better stop what you're doing. And I love this moment. He's kind of a bad husband, too, because he's telling all of his clients, oh, yeah, of course. With, but don't worry. He slept with the maid. Don't worry. You're his <laughs> number yeah. one customer. Yeah, but that, he even that says that to life. his wife. Sorry. Yeah, you're confusing yeah, the lines. Sorry, that was real life. But <laughs> uh, he does, because uh, uh, Rita Wilson, uh, Tom oh, Hanks' wife in real life, is his Tom wife. Tom Hanks' and, his wife, yeah. Yes, uh, she gets on the line with him, and she's like, listen, you know, Jamie's karate thing is in Hi, honey. <laughs> you're my number one customer. You're my number one customer. Wait, no, Liz, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Spot on, Mr. Darby. Uh, Spot here we on. go. I, I think he, he was a much better father in Commando. Feeding the deer the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he killed a hundred men to yeah. save his daughter in that yeah. movie. Oh my god. Alyssa Milano. Is that, was yeah. that her? Yeah. yeah. Alyssa Milano. Was to- totally I'm Alyssa sorry, Milano. but to, yeah. I'll pose this question in the men in the room. What man living or dead wouldn't kill a hundred men to save Alyssa Milano? That's fair. <laughs> oh, you, well, you wouldn't? She's not not your taste. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. She's she's yeah. I love Alyssa Milano. So I thought she was like a thing for guys, pretty much universally. I thought every she guy used to be. Th- oh, okay. Yeah, just a little and outdated. Yeah, she she not so much anymore. Yeah. Wah, wah. yeah okay, that, that, so. that's certainly a case of personality ruining whatever. Cosmetic appeal somebody has. Oh, she's, wow. She's doing yeah. better than Jake Lloyd. So though. she yes. she went above the line on the crazy quotient pretty yes. much. Hot yeah. to crazy. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay. Well, uh, so. Each one a wonga. That's all I can think about when I see that little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone. I'm Poor a person kid. and my name is Anakin. <laughs> no. Your name is Jamie. Jamie! Jamie! I got the doll right here. <laughs> but so, yeah, Arnold he does. He knows my name. Turbo Man. <laughs> it's Turbo Time. But yeah, so Arnold, and that is 
yet another part of what makes him such a terrible dad is that he misses the karate belt uh, lesson and it that's a big deal to his kid but he goes out of his way to discuss Jamie is there a way I can make it up to you is there a special gift I can get you for Christmas that would make all of this right again that would make us square and yeah it's turbo man that's not just never the ask a child a question like that's just that such a loaded that's so question. stupid yeah. yeah I want a car uh. <laughs> uh, well, they didn't say a car that runs. Get them oh, some Matchbox true. cars. That's true. See, this is why I don't need to be a mom ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible. So you notice how much shade Jamie throws at his dad in this movie? He's so like, much. He's like, but he's like, but I made the yellow, but you missed, missed purple. Blue. You missed all of these different colors. And you I missed made, blue. Oh, you didn't go last year to the parade. Or, or the year, year before, before that. <laughs> you know. But mom and I go every year. Well, yeah, you can tell that he's a mama's boy because he gives his yeah. dad the silent treatment like a damn ninja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he gives him death glare, the death Darth Vader glare. Yeah, I guess I'll stop working and so we can't afford this massive house and all the things and everything Seriously. else like that. Yeah, well, go he's, to hell he's Turbo Man in the parade every year now. I'm sure that'll pay the mortgage. Yeah, <laughs> there there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. But uh, So we're at the pivotal scene in the film where his wife just asked him if he got the doll and Arnold's totally in the most 90s way lying ever of course i got the doll with the with the rock'em sock'em jetpack and the realistic voice box that says it's turbo time i got it and then uh and rita wilson just believes him rita wilson reason. just goes along with it even though he's you know he's a bum like he he's had... notorious for lying yeah. they say that several times yeah. and he's that wildly he's unreliable done. like yeah He's never there when he says he's going to be. It, like, none of that. And, oh, then he has to go to the office. Oh, just kidding. I, I left the doll at the office. I'll be back later with it. And then he's gone for, like, 12 hours. <laughs> the funny thing is in that scene is he goes, I got to get to get the uh, D-O-L-L. I'm like, your kid, your kid reads comic books. He your knows how like to eight. spell. <laughs> You've got an eight-year-old. And, and then they shoot to him, and it's like he didn't hear any of that. But yeah. he said it really loud, and he spelled. <laughs> Listen, it's he didn't hear it because he was busy eating his Turbo Man Turbo O's. Well, again, that's the production. Yeah, that's in his really Turbo, Turbo Man, Man pajamas. That, but that—that's the production meeting. With ah, just have him spell it. The kid won't hear it. Nah, move on. Next scene. Oh, look, need, it's Ted need, and oh, Ted. Good old Ted. <laughs> we got to get to Phil Hartman. Ted and Ted. Oh Ted God. I got such good, uh, good dirt on Phil Hartman. He apparently didn't don't even you talk care to Mac about Phil? No, 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 not in real life. Phil <laughs> Hartman's a legend. Yeah. Ted is such a tool. Like even uh, Phil Hartman oh, didn't God, like him. Ted. Yeah, it it was like a thing about uh, how. It, he described the character. He's like, oh, it's just one of the many weasels that I've played in Hollywood because Phil Hartman was kind of pigeonholed into roles like that. Phil Hartman always played like the jerk who knew everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's yeah. fair. But That's I saw fair. On, on Mental Floss, yeah, Phil Hartman described Ted. Uh, he said, Ted is a guy who sued his employer for headaches caused by toner fumes and now hangs around the neighborhood and helps all the housewives. Uh, Ted's another weasel to add to my list of weasels. So well, he's not fond of him either. That's more than I knew about Ted. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're if you're good at a thing, Hollywood's gonna just you know that's what they do. That's true. Yeah, we've yeah. discussed typecasting on oh, the yeah. show multiple times. Hey, hey, you're Arnold, guaranteed some work. So Arnold Schwarzenegger just escaped typecasting here with this family film, and you know why? No, he did that with Junior. Oh God! Oh <laughs> Junior! Oh wow! The best of his comedies. Oh, oh my. yikes! <laughs> one day, one day, I'll talk about Junior. But do we know why he wound up doing? It's Jingle not your all the fault. Way? No, why? 
uh, because he was supposed to be in the remake of Planet of the Apes, which eventually starred Marky Mark. Ooh. But uh, oh. production got hauled, people kept leaving or entering the project, and finally Arnold left the project <laughs> as well. Just imagining people walking into a room and seeing the script for Planet of the Apes and turning around and walking right out of the room again. <laughs> Marky nope. Mark took it. That's That should tell <laughs> yeah, you something. That should tell you something. So hey, at the point of the I story... I should go remaking Planet of the Apes. I want to be a part of it, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a serious actor. I don't just drop my pants for Calvin Klein anymore, you guys. I'm ditching the funky bunch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Arnold actually left the project for Planet of the Apes, and that freed him up to do Jingle all the way. So that's how he wound up. You're doing telling me Arnold movie. didn't just read the script and say, "I got to be a part of this movie." Well, initially there was a better uh, director on the project, and as things got halted and stalled and whatever, the director left, and ah, so Arnold uh, subsequently left as well, and wound up doing this. Better movie? <laughs> it's a gem it, of a movie. It is, oh. is a cinematic masterpiece that defined a generation. Yeah. We'll delve into that, why don't you? Well, uh, like Pogs and... It's it's more than slammers. just... Slammers. Polly Pocket. <laughs> On the surface, it's a... F- fun family Christmas adventure, but it really is a deep commentary on American consumerism and oh its effect God. on middle-class America during a very relevant time during the Tickle Me Elmo so craze. It's another, Cut it's, your hair, hippie, so, okay? No, <laughs> this this is another movie that needs a Werner Herzog audio commentary track. Oh, absolutely track, yeah. it does. Here we see Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Zafaza. He is a slave to Zadala. He must go and find the toy. Oh, in comes uh, Sinbad, the uh, ex- Myron, yeah. the mailman, the insane women mailman. be different from men. Listen, everybody who works for the post office is a little unstable. They all go postal eventually. This is well, his version of going postal. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And he went to junior college for a semester, so he knows what he's talking about. Yes. Oh, yeah. He took philosophy for that semester or quarter or whatever time he was well, there. And Sinbad was, he was not even close to the first choice for this part. Really? Was he yeah. was. Really? The, there, were, there were concerns, like Sinbad himself even had concerns that he didn't want to play a villain. Yeah. Um, because he, you know, he had an image to protect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. He did? The great Sinbad had an image to protect. Sorry, I just spat out my beer a little bit. What? No, um, and, and apparently he uh, he was on a USO tour in Bosnia because that was going on back then. Yes, they actually waited for him yeah, to come waited. back yeah. uh, from his tour with Hillary Clinton. Yes, he, he auditioned and he thought that it was like the worst audition he had ever given. And he was like, well, that was a waste of time. And he I, was ready to quit the business over it. Like, wow. Not just yeah. this audition, but just in general. Yeah. Over his audition for yeah. Jingle All the Way. And he got the part. So, you know. Well, I say what you will about this film, which we'll get into later, but I, Sinbad gives it his all. I mean, Sinbad probably is one of the comedic highlights of this film. I don't know. For me, he comes off really annoying, especially when he Hey, starts, Chris Barnell. Yes, in his very first film. Aww, Chris Barnell. Oh, the baby. <laughs> oh, look at the baby. Hottest <laughs> <laughs> Christmas toy ever. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, Sinbad, you know, and look, everybody likes to, to give him shit because yeah, that's what happens. But, you know, how many comedians out there never made it to being in a movie opposite Arnold Schwarzenegger who was getting paid 20 million bucks? Oh, yeah. You that's know, true. it's it's like we were talking about on the uh, Fire in the Sky episode. You know, we were yes. talking about, oh, look at that, you know, Bob, pathetic actor who's done so many more movies than, than, me, will ever than I do. ever will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. yeah, it's easy to sit. But, and you're right, he gives it his all. And Sinbad, look, Sinbad typically 
gave it his all. I mean, he was he yeah. was a he was a talented guy. He was there's a reason he was popular. I yeah. mean, this movie has a pretty solid cast overall. Well, in this moment right here was pretty important for Chris Parnell because apparently he said uh, it was since it was his first movie role, he wasn't really used to how they would typically shoot a scene. So when uh, they were shooting, he said he had to laugh a lot because he's literally laughing in Arnold's face when he's deaf, a turbo man, and they yeah. don't have any more. They're all sold out. He said, I had to laugh a lot, and I sort of spent all of my laughing energy in the wider takes. So by the time it got to the close-up shots, it was a huge struggle for him to really get yeah, that laughter yeah. going again. Oh, yeah. So that was apparently an uphill climb for Well, he has the Parnell. best laugh in this movie. <laughs> so good. I'm a huge fan. His fan's impressions are just <clears throat> yeah. spot on. I'm loving it. I'm a huge fan of cock, and my name is... Cyril Figgis. High five. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. To crickets for the rest of the room, but you know, you the, right, know the, the right people just got that joke. There's a certain number of listeners who are like, oh, <laughs> that happens a lot on yeah. the show. Other yeah. people just get mad at us. But um, yeah, so the woman that Sinbad actually just choked out in line for wearing, uh, well, not even for wearing fur. She's wearing a fur coat and he's starting to get into the whole consumerism and how you're a bad dad the one day a year that you don't get the right toy and he gets so worked up that he starts choking this poor woman while they're waiting in line for Turbo Man. Mm -hmm. And then she's the one woman who was smart enough to have the last Turbo Man on layaway. So yeah. they're both trying to chase her down the street. And, but and somewhere there's a young Jeff Bezos watching it going, I can fix this. I can solve this problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's the origin story of Amazon. God. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Jake, Jake Lloyd became Jeff Bezos. Yep. I just love it. I just love the fact that it keeps showing like a... Like a montage of him going to all of these different toy stores, and oh, they're yeah. all like, "But don't worry, we have Booster." Yeah, like the, nobody the likes tiger. Booster. Nobody likes you, Booster. <laughs> no, we hate you, Booster. We hate you, Booster. Well, I think we should touch a little on the the whole Turbo Man uh, derivation, really, because uh, the movie starts out in the midst of a Turbo Man <laughs> skit, and it's so Power Rangers, it hurts. Like yeah, Turbo Man. Oh yeah, Mighty, go go, demon team. Yeah. Mighty Morphin, Turbo it's, Man. It's sort of Mighty Morphin Power Flash, because he he looks like the Flash, but with kinda, uh, yeah, kind of with a jetpack. Yeah, you can always Flash. count on me. He's like the Flash yeah. meets Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, and he's got those discs that he throws at people, and then he's got like a pet saber tooth tiger that is completely useless, aka Booster. And his arch nemesis is Dementor. Dementor. Yes, Dementor. I and, got the and, bigger and brain. Who plays Dementor? You remember? Uh, oh my god! Ooh, I don't I know that one. Notes. Uh, uh, Richard Mall. Richard Mall. Yes. Bull Shannon himself. I'm no, going to pretend yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, there's oh so many god. famous people in this movie. You've got really. Uh, you don't know who Richard Mall is. Explain no it to the idea. young guns in the oh studio. My god, I was four I'm when so this came I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> well, before, do some research. Before you were born, there was a show called Night Court. Yes. Okay. And and. God, I have to explain this. Uh, he played Bull on Night Court, big guy, the bailiff with the bald head, and, and and he was on the first episode of Highlander, the TV series. Yes. Ooh. And he was in a few like weird sword and sorcery movies, like low budget things. But Night uh, Court is his probably Night, his yeah Night Court is what everybody knows. Most important role. Jingle yeah. all the way probably is second biggest <laughs> role. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so uh, oh, there are, but like I said, there are a lot of big names in this movie. There, like we said, there's Phil Hartman, there's Sinbad. We already covered all that. But then 
Jim Belushi makes an appearance. He as does. Santa, which I didn't realize when I was a younger person watching. Skeezy criminal Skeezy, Santa gross, underground Santa. sells toy yeah. illegal toys underground. Yeah. yeah, not not really playing much against type there. No, uh, you've got Harvey Corman. He makes an appearance. I think you mean the great Harvey Corman. The great Harvey yes. Corman, and he's he's the president in the beginning with Turbo Man. Oh yes, a, Turbo Man a lot of yes. celebrities in that TV sequence at the beginning. Oh yeah. So. While Arnold is searching through every toy store in the city to find this Turbo Man doll, we also have to remember the threat that is Ted trying to overtake his marriage. Yep. Trying to move in on the wife. You know, putting his hands around her waist to take off the apron slowly. Why don't you go upstairs and take a shower, Liz? I'll make the the sugar cookies. I know. (laughs) Bake until golden brown (laughs) into 12 minutes. He's such a tool. Oh, these cookies. Your wife's cookies are amazing. <laughs> well, you know. Hey, well, she's can you go and get my wife? Yeah. Oh, she, I think she's in the shower. Do you want me to go check? No. <laughs> you know, it occurs down. to me, Darth, it occurs to me that Ted almost seems like the sort of... Damn it. Sort of like... A supernatural being, so like like the universe, put him there to motivate Arnold into the right. You know what's really important here. You know, bye guys. I I, I think we, <laughs> you know he could be in fact the old man from Home Alone, just sort of regenerated. <laughs> what? As, yeah, you see, he goes from timeline to timeline. No, he becomes you know. the old man after this Christmas is a failure. This is the Christmas oh, okay. that prompted him to murder his family with the snow shovel <laughs> and put them in the salt bucket. Right, okay. there, there you go. See, yeah. I just tied it together. He does yeah. say that his children don't talk to him, and it's mm. probably mm-hmm. because he's not the real Turbo Man at home. Right. Oh, Ooh, that's deep. Oh, man. That just that just gave this movie a whole another a whole other level of substance. But <laughs> so, oh, <sighs> genius. <Yes>. But <laughs> so <Cookies>. we did. <laughs> we do have to kind of bring up Sinbad again because at the toy store, it, they basically start this rivalry, this ongoing, uh, you know, cut of like, oh, we're fighting, and then we're not. Like it's Arnold by himself trying to find the toy, but then every time he runs into Sinbad. They're fighting over which one of them is going to get the last Turbo Man for their son. I love how how quick they go back and forth between friends and enemies because they'll be like enemies one second and then Sinbad's like, I was just kidding back there in the heat of the moment. Let's be partners. Never mind. We got to go get this Turbo Man doll. I'm going to kill you. He pushes him in the ice and then like they go to the diner and then they they bond over drinks and then the second they hear Turbo Man on the radio, they're enemies again. Yeah, it it switches back and forth pretty fast. They're like bounty hunters, you know. We might be friends. (laughs) But we both have this this contract, you know, and you're my friend now, but I'm still going to get it. Hey. Still got to get my Turbo Man doll for my it, son. Nobody could decide what tone of movie to make, <laughs> and so they just did both. Well, it's got those, <laughs> you've got to have those Arnold moments where he's, you know, pushing people around and fighting and tussling a little bit. But yeah, yeah like Sinbad did kind of annoy me a little bit because he brought up all this like racial stuff in a kid's movie. And I don't know that if that was, was improvised funny. or if it was scripted. Well, he improvised a lot. D- okay, see. And I, Arnold, I, I honestly can tell he improvised. I, I love the yeah. scene where he's like, that's racism. That's what Jesse Jackson. Jackson was talking, talking about. about. Oh my god! Like I love that scene. It's well, so the funny. interesting thing about him doing the the improv is that it forced Arnold to improv, which is not yeah. something. Not his strong yeah. suit, I would imagine. You know. <laughs> oh, he probably not. He, bench pressing is probably Arnold's strong suit. But yeah, there's yeah. even a line about that where Phil Hartman. Gonna, uh, you can't gonna, bench press your way out of this one. Yes, ma'am. Oh. 
But uh, we prove that that is so incorrect later because all he has to do is put on a Turbo Man suit, fly around like Turbo Man, save the day. And his wife is like, yep, that's my husband. She's like, He's oh, super hot. Hey. Does everybody see yep. this? That's I got my the, uh, husband. I got the real Turbo Man at home in the bedroom. Hell yes, she does. <laughs> Listen, I do not blame her. <laughs> hey, Liz. She, she gets the hey. Turbo Boost. <laughs> hey, Liz. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's Turbo Time, Liz. Oh. <laughs> And it's not a kid's movie anymore, Heinsiders. No, no, you are no, welcome. It's not. Well, <laughs> well, she saw that opening scene from the Terminator where well, you can see the, you know, Terminator Wang flapping around. Oh, yeah. You know, which which it's was a nice so nightfall walk. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad they remastered that movie to really, you know, bring that out that no one noticed before when they yeah. saw the movie. And now it's like, oh, it's remastered. Oh, there's his dong. Yeah. I love watching Terminator <laughs> on Blu-ray and HD and now seeing Arnold's dong. Yeah. Thank you for that. I needed awesome. that remastered effect that's yeah. what i needed listen the i watched the terminator cut. for the first time like this weekend what? i know i apparently this, i had a very deprived childhood this is why she's but, on the newbie microphone <laughs> listeners just so you're in case but you're adam corrected it young adam corrected it <laughs> and he corrected it with the remastered new version oh with so 100 percent more dong with a hundred percent more dong <laughs> i did that for you Thank you. Aww. I appreciate it. That is a man That's who is secure love. in his masculinity Look, right there. we paid for the dong. We're going to film <laughs> the dong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we get we get a bunch of sequences in this movie that arguably could have been cut. I mean, I know what a young Adam is trying to say where it's really talking about the rampant consumerism and it's taken over the true spirit of the holiday. I really get that. And they, they really so go many to commercials. extra pains to illustrate that uh, where Arnold's chasing now this bouncy ball that would have gotten him a Turbo Man at the toy store. The world's bounciest ball. To the yes. point where he's yes. like gr- like grabbing this kid trying to get the bouncy ball out of her mouth. Like It, it gets a little weird. <laughs> yes, which... I'm not a pervert. I just want the Turbo Man doll. Yeah, that's every guy's excuse. Yeah, yeah. which when we watched this again <laughs> last night, just to like re- refresh our memories and everything, not that you could ever forget this movie, Adam was like, you know, would, would you react the same way that that mom did? And I was like, absolutely. If, if a strange not, man, was grabbing if my a strange face, man yes. is trying to smush my daughter's face and then saying, I'm not a pervert, yeah. he's well, a pervert. And then, and then, you know, Jeffrey Epstein was standing next to him going, yeah, me too. That's my story. Oh, <laughs> oh gross. I I forgot how aggressively Toy. Arnold grabs the little girl's face to get the ball out of her mouth. Well, Arnold's, not, I mean, he's a big brawny man. It's not like he's, I don't know. I've only ever seen him grab things aggressively. He's usually grabbing yeah. a guy's throat or punching well, a guy or whatever. It, it, okay, Arnold, what would the direction of there have been? Like, all right, Arnold, just gingerly touch her cheeks. Yeah. Like, that's where it gets creepy. Just, just, how would you grab your own child's face? Just pretend, pretend. I'm going to do it the same way yeah. I did it You mean I have to touch my child? No. Pretend, well, pretend well, it's the deer from Commando. Okay. <laughs> well, have you ever noticed that every time Arnold says hi or hey to somebody in this movie, it's incredibly creepy? He smiles like a crazy hey. person. Hey, yeah. hey honey. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, little girl. <laughs> so well, weird. I got a shiny red ball. I got a shiny red ball you want to trade <laughs> well in the, this scene right here jason reminds me of night shift when uh poor henry winkler gets beaten oh yeah by the uh beaten the, death by the bluebells the blue with their cookie yeah. boxes i love <laughs> night shift. moms yeah. with purses beating the oh holy did you hope. hear that by the way did you hear what he just said no say that again repeat what you just said you Which love part? what movie 
I love Night Shift. Whoa. Oh. Night Shift. Uh-huh. Right. Adam knows Night Shift. Directed, it was Ron Howard's directorial debut, and it starred the Fonz, and it was uh, Michael Keaton's breakout. Yes, indeed. I love this kid. Yes, really indeed. That's why we love you. Great Adam. movie. Way better than 10 Things I Hate About You. Moving what? on. What? Bite me. <laughs> no, he's baiting me right now. You have to listen to hey, our Battle Royale episode. You can't episode. say that around me and Alyssa. It, it's Vern Troyer. I'm sorry, which Vern movie Troyer. won the Battle Royale? 10 Things, things I, I Freaking hate, hate About You. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, it, was, it was 10 it Things I Hate About You versus... <laughs> you were night shift, I guess. No. I was really drunk during that episode, though. No, but like going back to the whole moment where Arnold is called a perv and all that, I got a, sort of a disturbing note about Phil Hartman in this movie because uh-huh. when at uh, the scene later where he's driving uh, Liz and their boys to the Wintertainment Parade, right? Yes. yes. Is that yes. the name? Okay. So Hartman apparently was like known for joking on the set and he was really popular with the little kids because um, he would make up like inappropriate lyrics and songs and stuff to keep them entertained because they were sitting in that car for hours. <laughs> and so the kids were just sitting there with nothing to do. And it says Hartman or Hartman improvised songs designed to bring kids to hysterics. One of the tunes contained the lyrics, "You make my butt shine. The more you kiss it, the more it shines. The clock is ticking, so Uh-oh. keep on ticking. Oh, how you make my buttocks shine!" Uh, and I was like, "That is the skeeziest thing I'm gonna hear for quite a while." That's really I mean, weird. I, I need I, ind- love- I need independent verification of that story. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I found it on I- Mental Flush, so it's it's pretty wedged in there i'm I, just saying i'm a big phil hartman fan i, I love his snl stuff uh, everyone always says that he was like even though he always plays these jerks everyone always says he was the sweetest dude in the world so that kind of threw me for a loop that you told me that well you you, you could see that on uh, after he after he passed away um a, a lot of the tributes that they ran mm-hmm. yeah it was i mean i've seen a lot of you know well, he's tv got a sad and hollywood story. Yeah. oh he's got the saddest yeah it really mm-hmm. is but but like looking at the his co-stars just absolutely falling apart you know they i i really do think that the people who worked with him genuinely liked him oh yeah. i believe yeah. it yeah but i mean he's you know he's this wacky snl guy of course he's going to be yeah. singing weird potty humor and apparently what the kid who played his son said Oh, yeah, when you're an eight-year-old hearing that kind of potty humor, you know, it was hilarious. We had yeah. all sorts of, like, I don't know. I, I think that we're, Johnny, I, I think Johnny. we're, we're looking yeah. back, you know, with, with the lens of cynicism, and eh, he was... No, yeah, we don't do that yeah. on this podcast. What are you talking about? You know, he was just making a stupid joke. Maybe. I yeah. got a terrible man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely under, under our, our tree. tree. <laughs> but, yeah, he is just the, the resident neighborhood tool, and he's clearly... Uh, in good with all the mothers in the neighborhood because when they're at the karate oh, yeah. uh, lesson at the beginning, oh, they're yeah. throwing their, themselves at him. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ted, I made you these cookies because you fixed my plumbing last week or whatever the hell the mom says to him. I well, personally, my favorite line of Phil Hartman's in this entire movie has to be, oh, yes, I have the right tool for the job. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we were we were watching it last night, Alyssa and I, and we she noticed that line and I was like, wow, there's a lot of innuendos in this movie. Oh, big they go well over kids' heads. Oh, There's yeah. also profanity, yeah. and it's oh, like, oh god, shit! Back in the '90s, when you could use profanity in a kids' movie and get away with it, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the rules were a little bit looser back then. That's true, especially we, and we we get to this operation with Jim Belushi, who's uh, selling knockoff Mexican Turbo Men <laughs> that fall apart when you bring them out of the box. It's the bilingual version. It's fun and, and educational. educational. <laughs> it's great. But uh, I Boy, love- there, there's a sad story, though. Vern Troyer. 
Oh, that, that do you want to tell? I was, no, I was about to say, no, you haven't I touched actually, on any of the sad stories no. so is, far. Is that Brian Troyer? Is Brian Troyer in this film? Yeah, he's the... He's he, the elf, isn't he? He's... Hang on, I shall look. You're verifying? Good old... Uh, Dr. I'll, Google, I'll, I'll, paging I'll Dr. Google. But yeah, he's so Brian back Troyer, to this. like Mini-Me, okay. Is it? No, that's not the same guy. No, that can't be Mini-Me. No, no, no. Mini-Me was a No, he's... Mini-Me is one of the Santas. He is. he is. Yeah, he's the one that flies across the room. Isn't yeah. It? Oh, okay. That. We thought you were talking yeah. about the elf no, guy. No, 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 no. Like that guy was no. on Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. No, no, the, the one that flies across the room. Yeah, he's, yeah. quote, little buddy. Little buddy. Yeah. Little buddy. Yeah, the one that climbs on top of Arnold's head and starts pummeling his skull. Yeah. When, uh, oh, a famous yeah. wrestler plays the giant buff Santa. Uh, it was Big Show. The Big Show plays uh, the big... Santa Claus in the I'm about scene. to deck your halls, bub. <laughs> about to de- that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. And they have like such a great, you know, get out of jail free card for Arnold here because he he causes this huge ruckus in this massive fight in the Santa's, you know, ghetto shop. Illegal <laughs> Santa illegal, workshop. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the ghetto South Pole or North Pole. And uh, he's luckily for Arnold, he gets attacked by one Santa at a time. And they've got this great Indiana Jones moment right <laughs> oh, here. Yeah, oh, yeah, where the, the Santas are all chopping. Yeah, the Santas are all chopping daikon. As the movie progresses, it gradually just descends into madness and turns into a complete cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. He sees the symbolism of the commercialized <laughs> Christmas attacking the father. <laughs> they try to destroy him. So we got, you know, I got a Kung Fu Santa. We got a, a very tiny little uh, little person Santa. And then we got, of course, Big Show, who's a famous wrestler at the time, playing the giant Santa who's about to deck Arnold's halls. Ooh. Yeah, that sounded dirty the way I said it. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> Bend over, boy. But <laughs> More deck your halls, bub. <laughs> Smell like the inside of my mama's purse. Merry oh. Christmas. Oh. <laughs> uh. but, I'm about uh, to jingle uh, your balls. Uh, uh. See, there he is. There he is. Oh, yeah. Okay, there he is. That's okay. Vern Troyer, yeah. yeah. He right. jumps onto Arnold's shoulder, and then Big Show ah! accidentally punches him, and he flies cartoonly across the room. Yep. Yeah. Little buddy. Like you do. But, yeah, so, and Arnold gets a great get-out-of-jail-free card because he's in the midst of this Santa pandemonium, and the cops bust it up. And, oh, uh, luckily, there's, like, just this fake cop badge that he grabs and pretends to have been undercover in the Santa case for like the last three years or whatever it is and you come in and bungle all this up this is gonna be the sloppiest bust i've ever seen like all my years on the force yeah and in reality you know they would have been like who are you what's your badge number yeah yeah. (laughs) they would have done this thing called verification of identity yeah nobody verified it they were just like oh big guy with a seemingly usual badge. Hey, he bench pressed yeah, his sure. way out of that situation. He did. There he, he, did. Yes, he did. Yes, and he then, did. you know, clever editing right after he waves the badge, he goes to the next scene and he's totally fine. Well, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. It's the last action hero, you know, complex. You know. <laughs> Tar actually sticks to some people. Oh, that's a great yeah. movie as that well. Is, that is a great movie. It's an underrated film. It, it absolutely is. That's one of my favorite Schwarzenegger movies. It really is. Yeah. It's so underrated. Yeah. Ahead of its time. Never seen it. See, I'm all about really? erasure. I need to. Oh, I know. You would I like Last to. Action Hero. It's good. It's, it's yeah. got a kid and it's a comedy. You'd like it. You have but to continue this has, woman's Are those the requirements for me? For you, yes. <laughs> Apparently. You, you're a big fan of Arnold's comedies, you know? I am. Your favorite yeah. Arnold movie is Kindergarten Cop. And, and it, it is. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's not a tumor. Listen, <laughs> no, my favorite line in Kindergarten Cop is, I'm not a policeman. I'm a princess. Good line. Good line. There you go. I love it. That would be my kid. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take a bow. Take a bow. Thank you. I am. 
But yeah, no. so now uh, Arnold's day is just going from bad to worse. His car breaks down on the bridge. And well, he it, let his car run out of gas. <laughs> and doesn't the sun start to set at this time of year in Minnesota at like noon? Uh, something yeah, like that. Yeah. That is where it is. It's in Minnesota, right? I think so. I believe so. That yeah. in the the whole reasoning behind filming up north was because they would have longer winters. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they did actually film the parade sequence in California for th- like a three week shot. And it sucked because the suits and the coats and everything were so hot. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be snowing and, you know, all Mm. Christmassy. But uh, the real Turbo Man uh, had one of those specialty suits that actually, you know, with the little coils that like glide cold water through the suit to keep you cool. Oh, that's nice. And it was a little bit weird because he was like, oh, yeah, the feel of it was amazing. And it's just like, (laughs) okay, Turbo Man, chill out. I'm wearing it right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Turbo time. (laughs) He was one of the few people that didn't suffer the temperatures because Sinbad said that like he was just steaming hot in his Dementor costume because it was just, it was a hundred degrees outside when they were shooting in those costumes. Yeah. So they couldn't give him the water feature, no. not Dementor. Okay. No, no, no just the no. Turbo Man who appears for 30 seconds. Those suits are damn expensive. You oh, you're referring him. to the TV Turbo Man. Gotcha. Yes, correct. <laughs> gotcha. Just got a little splash <laughs> yeah, of beer sorry. on my nose. Poor timing there. Sorry about that. So, oh, yeah. so is he about to lie to his son again? Um, no, he's about to, about to yell at him. all oh. the shade, all the silent treatment. I've had it up to here with this terrible man. Now put your mom on the phone. That's exactly what happens. Oh, and there's a great line because uh, and even uh, Ted's son is kind of a pain in the ass because uh, Jamie's like, your dad is so cool. He brought a reindeer over. He's giving hot cocoa to everybody in the neighborhood. I wish my dad was like that. And Johnny's like, oh, he didn't always used to be. Only after he divorced my mom. Hey, maybe your parents should get a divorce. (laughs) Then your dad will be awesome. That line is so sad. It is. And to the point where Johnny even names the reindeer Ted after his dad. I always thought that was incredibly weird that he named the reindeer Ted. Head. It is a bit odd. Yeah. I, I think I think a child therapist might. But you, you know, know what? It gave us a really great line, which is when he asks Jamie, "Where is your mother?" When Howard's on the he phone. He says, with him. "Well, don't worry, she's outside petting Ted." What? Uh, <laughs> another, <laughs> another great line that flew over the heads of kids everywhere. Ted's yeah. been tasting her cookies and letting her pet him. Mm, <laughs> There's sugar cookies. He keeps trying to mount her though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just let him finish. But Arnold's getting progressively more pissed <laughs> off with Ted because he's like, oh, he's at home eating my cookies. I'm out running around trying to find this Turbo Man. And he comes home to find Ted putting the star on the top of his Christmas tree. Ooh. Which is, is that a metaphor? It's yes, it's definitely yeah. a metaphor. Definitely. definitely. For the birth of Christ. He's mounting yes. He's mounting my wife in my house. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where, because we can kind of skip past the Sinbad bit, he, they do go to the uh, radio station when they think that there's a contest they can win to get a last-minute Turbo Man. And there's this whole, well, it, they, they could have cut that, honestly, because it just, it just wasn't necessary. Are you talking <laughs> about the heart-to-heart with Sinbad? No, not the heart to heart. Just the radio sequence where uh, Sinbad shows up at the radio station and threatens to blow up the building with, with- the bomb. Yeah. Well, yeah. don't worry because when this bomb blows up, you just have black powder on your face. And uh, it, it, it was the '90s. You could make jokes about blowing up buildings. Yeah, it's a pre nine eleven world. Yeah, pre nine eleven. I mean, when I watched this movie, I'm like, this was a pre nine eleven film. Yeah. But Jason, yeah. as an Arrested Development avid fan that you are, did you recognize the DJ in the movie? Um, I was hardly paying attention, so fair enough. That was Martin Mull. Oh AKA yeah, well, yeah, Martin Mull, yeah. Gene Parmesan yeah. from Arrested Development. It's Martin Mull. He's 
he's the, been in yeah, a ton of things. But so I know, many things. Yeah. I know that you love Arrested Development specifically. And Fernwood he was tonight. Also, he was also I mean, on. Who community. doesn't love Arrested yeah. Development? Yeah. yeah. Does so, anybody yeah. has anyone here ever seen Fernwood tonight? No, no, no. I have not. It no, was it was not. a it was a fake uh, talk show hosted by Martin Mull in the okay. 70s. I think it was. It's probably on YouTube. It's it's. It defined that whole, yeah, yeah, our archives. <laughs> yes. our, go to the cultural archives. It's just YouTube.com. It's in a book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, it's worth watching, though. Back in my day, television was called books. <laughs> Today, I'm going to read it to you. Back in my that, day. That was my favorite radio show. That was actually a line from The Princess Bride. I'm surprised no one in the room caught that. Oh, okay. I love that movie. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't catch that one. It's all good. But yeah, so we can... Almost cruise right past it because Sinbad does threaten to blow up the building that the DJ is in. And then actually the second package that he does that ruse with where, oh, you built a bomb? No, I didn't build a bomb. People mail this kind of stuff all the time, man. I just hung on to it. And then the sergeant that or the officer that Arnold keeps running into and having issues with, he knocks over his bike. Yeah. He, yeah. Poor police ticket. officer. Yeah. He, he keeps having run-ins with Arnold. Uh, but in this case, it's Sinbad. He picks up the package and he's like, don't worry, I spent 10 years on the bomb squad. And cavalierly picks yeah. up a random package yeah. that he was told point blank is a bomb. Not and, just picks it yeah. up. He and got he got coffee. He got coffee for the guys yeah. on the team, and then was fired one day. So. But you know, because it's a '90s kids movie, the bomb will kill nobody. Right? Exactly. Yeah, the bomb goes off, and it's just like a little cartoony wily yeah. coyote. Well, I mean, this, on the face. This is the yeah. same the same universe where you can shoot somebody, and it'll hit him in the shoulder, and just you know have a little scratch. And it's like, ah, oh, it's just a flesh wound. Don't even you need know? to go to the yeah. hospital. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put a band, put <laughs> a band aid on it. Uh, the heart to heart that you alluded to earlier, Adam, though, is uh, where. Each on a wonga. Sorry. Where Jamie turns out to be a, a nothing <laughs> postman shit. because he didn't get the well, right toy for Christmas. That's well, just so severe. Well, I like that, uh, you know, it gives motivation to Sinbad as a character because he doesn't want his son to turn out to be a failed mailman like him. He didn't get his Johnny 7 OMA gun, so he's going to make sure that his son gets his Turbo Man. Doll. By the way, have you ever? seen the what that is the 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 70 uh, is that a real thing holy crap the johnny 7 it, oma yeah. gun that he's talking about you should go go now look i it want up. it no go look it up <laughs> it's like the coolest damn toy ever seven guns in one yeah oh, it so had cool. like it had you know grenades on it a bayonet all kinds of shit it was like oh my god i want this toy as a kid i would have been all over that yeah i collected yeah. toy guns as a kid because i'm crazy you're gonna shoot your eye out kid shoot you'll your eye shoot out, kid. your eye out you'll shoot your eye out but i feel yeah. like that one's being done <laughs> way ahead of you oh yes it's my dad's favorite christmas movie i love of all movie. time i i adore that movie um one thing that we have to remember to do in this episode we forgot to do it on the grinch is we have to compare the movies that we've done so far for christmas and uh, I already know what your vote is. <laughs> no, I, just, I just realized, though, that we, we, we completely, completely skipped forgot over to it do on that. the Grinch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we can include the Grinch in our voting. Yes. So we'll yes. get to that. Are we referring bit. to the Jim Carrey version? Yes, we the are. The best version? We covered that, and uh, that's debatable. But, you know, uh, yeah, so we did cover that movie. But we'll okay. get to that voting system in just a bit here. Oh, of course. So we get to the DJ, and uh, so that we can get to voting in a relatively timely manner and definitely still discuss the ending of the movie, because that's by far the most action and the most fun. So For we sure. can kind of gloss through a lot much of like, sure. Much like Fire in the Sky. 
Yeah, it's uh, very, very similar West. in that way. It yeah. is. They're oh, they're almost the exact same length they, they, too. Yeah, they, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what's hilarious. There's a lot of exposition, a lot of setup, a lot, a lot, a lot of setup. Well, thirty minutes of action. Hey, every dollar they spent ended up on the screen or in Arnold's pocket or in Arnold's pocket. <laughs> yes, I like how Jingle All the Way gradually descends into a cartoon ending. I like how it basically turns into a, an episode of the Turbo Man TV show that Jamie watches. The increase of madness. Well, that's why it's just so handy that Arnold is the dad because he fills out that Turbo Man suit real nice. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I absolutely love how nobody knows who he is until he takes the helmet off. Even Meanwhile, though he speaks repeatedly. He's, he's the one guy in the whole city who has a German accent and a Austrian? body like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Austrian, Austrian, Austrian accent. Sorry. He has an Austrian accent and a body like that. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah well, you know, it's... It's it, definitely not Andre the Giant. It's it's almost like in a Schwarzenegger movie, things happen that don't make any sense, but we just forgive Whoa. it and kind well, of go on with Well, it's more lives. like, I feel like with him being dressed as Turbo Man, it's almost like the whole Superman. Super Superman. 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 I love doing cocaine with you. <laughs> I love doing no. with you, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, no, Superman complex where it's like Lois Lane doesn't recognize mm-hmm. Clark Kent mm-hmm. as Superman because right. he wears glasses. Because he wears glasses. Yeah. I just love how Arnold's like, I'm sure your daddy loves you very much. And then he takes the helmet off and he's like, Dad! Because I am him, Jamie. I was about to call him Billy. And then yeah. his wife's like, his wife's like, Howard, hey. can, you, uh, can you take the suit home tonight? <laughs> Oh she does not say that. It is implied. It's but. implied. He's, he's <laughs> That's my go husband. Back. It's got to go it, back to the rental store. It's in the unrated director's cut it's that I get own. It's got to get dry cleaned. <laughs> you do not. No, it's it's in the porn <laughs> version of the movie. Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. is also titled Turbo Man. Yeah. Ooh. It's called a Turbo Man Triple X, I believe. What oh. would the porn title be? Because they always keep it fairly close to the oh, sweet uh, Jingle in the Maid. I don't know. Something something with the maid. Turbo Dildonics? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> hey, you're the one that introduced the listeners I, to that concept. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of that. Oh, geez. Why did I do it? No, no, no. I'm not going there. I'm not <laughs> talking about how one of your guests at a party was referring to appliances. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. We had that party. conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I, think, maybe... I think everybody went home and had that conversation. Oh, yeah. We, we were forced to. So uh, given the, f- the fact that young Adam and Alyssa were both at the guest party, I think we should yes. touch on that for a second because you guys watched this uh, instant <laughs> uh, when I entered the conversation not knowing that marital aids were being discussed. And then... Yes. Um, a uh, one gentleman who shall not be named, <coughs> Adam Brown, uh, showed me a telephone with images. <laughs> yes, on it. I had I to tra- have the same thing. I was like, I, I don't know what this I is that you're talking it. about. In fairness, and I want to be on record, I tried to keep you from looking at that phone. Oh, man, and you did. I did. You were like, Darth, don't, yeah. don't, don't look, don't, don't look. Don't do it, don't and I was yeah. like, wait, what's? I was just confused. I was like, what's happening? Oh dear God! Why? You Why? Know, I, for, the, for those of you at home who are young and don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> go and ask your mother. Um, Aww, <laughs> don't go and ask your mother. Don't. I, I think but, I was too busy stuffing my face with pizza to notice what was going on here. 
uh, oh, a discussion well, of marital aids my was famous, being had with the but, ladies. But my not, famous not, catchphrase not just, came into play. Yeah, not just marital aids, small home appliances. Mm-hmm. That, like mm-hmm. I think you could buy those at Sears. There, there's there like, might be a craftsman version. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> this is what happened, folks. When we choose a children's movie, the conversation goes to marital aids. Hey, yeah. Jason was the one who turned it to porn with, what would the porn title be? This would be a j- jingle her all the way. Yeah, there you oh. go. Yeah, there it is. I th- I think that's the winner. But you can always come on me. Oh, <laughs> oh, and now young Adam is ruined for me forever. <laughs> you not even sorry. Boo. <laughs> God. Moving on. I'm gonna get more sound effects eventually. I promise. Well, <laughs> Season two. At some point, yeah. those are the two ones that are worth anything. But we we did dis- discuss how at the guest party we it was such a um, juxtaposition of hey cute puppy marital aids. <laughs> it took such a nose That's true. Dive. That's true. I was just there to eat pizza and say hi to everybody. And to be to be absolutely fair to Mr. Brown, I will exonerate him from this because he did not start. Oh that no, discussion. it was no, 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 it was no, not. No, 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 no. But what it my question to uh, young Adam and Alyssa is: Is it considered flashing if it happens on a telephone screen? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 I would I would call that virtual flashing, yes. which oh. happens a lot with like us ladies when when we are single nowadays and everything, which I have not been for a while. But when I was. There was a lot of virtual flashing from dudes point just just this is like a major PSA for any men who are younger and everything. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. And if she does, she's a dude. So that is true. No junk pics, please. We're good. And thank you. I'm set. Well, yeah. I'm set. Thank you. Yeah. It's sort of like in that episode of Red Dwarf where you guys crickets. Red Dwarf? Crickets. You know I what? Don't forget. It. I'll tell you what. A for, woman. For those of you in the audience, just go. If you if you remember Red Dwarf, you know the the last chicken in the shop. That's the only one. I'll. Yeah. What a great story, old man, no. Jason. Thank you so that sh- much. That show story time with Jason. It's still on the air. A woman. A woman really so wants to see. A woman really yeah. wants to see your engaging eyes and your glimmering personality, not your junk. Yes. Oh. Or, or Arnold in a Turbo Man suit. That's yeah. true. Or, That's true. Yeah. That would work for me. That would work for think, debate. Well, and then you get to a certain age when you realize the bulge in your pants they're interested in is your wallet. Yes. Oh. 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 hey Yeah, and, and life becomes much clearer. And now we're at the scene where Ted is mounting, I mean, uh, putting the star on his Christmas tree in his house. And mm. then the wife in yells Arnold's at him house. and is like, you cannot do that. That is his job. And he's very territorial about it. So, so to go particular. to go with the, uh, I guess, recurring fra- phase of breaking laws, Arnold's like, well, I've already broken enough laws. I guess I might as well break into Ted's house and steal his son's let's, terrible man doll too. Be any. Well, and yeah. nearly light his house on fire. He goes full yeah. Grinch. Like he's going to ruin ruin this kid's Christmas and take this kid's favorite toy from him so that his son can have it. But at least he has a crisis of conscience about it. Turns around because he's going to give the toy back, but he sees the reindeer, Ted, in the backyard, and he's like, uh, nice doggy, because the, the reindeer just hates Arnold for some yeah. inexplicable Only reason. Arnold, yeah. I yeah. still yeah. think that, like, Ted got the reindeer and then taught him to oh, just to hate, hate the him. smell of yeah. his aftershave or Maybe something like, like that. Maybe, like, gave him shock therapy. Yeah, with, like, yeah. Put he, a, he stole his underwear. Yeah, Here, smell like, this. I was, yeah. was going to say, like, well, a scarf or something, yeah. but, you know, well, we because, had underwear. underwear. Because Ted is moving in on Howard's wife, he trained the reindeer to hate Howard. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. 
Because as we all know, reindeer make great assault animals. <laughs> they do. Yep. They do. And jingle all the way, they do. They were, they were yes. used extensively in Desert Storm. Absolutely. Yes. That's why there's so few of them. Santa exactly. has to keep them. Yeah. Uh, he's got his own preserve at the North Pole. It was terrible, Pole. but they all got killed, though. It was horrible. Well, he no, Go to Iraq today. You won't find a single reindeer. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but, but that's why Santa has a reserve, uh, kind of like Ted with his bison and his buffalo. He's got to rebuild the population. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a really God. good thing that that turbo Man doll in Ted's house has Turbo Man wrapping paper. Yeah, absolutely. Or else yeah. Arnold would have had no idea. Well, he did pick it up and it made a Turbo Man noise. Oh, you're right. It said the line. Yeah, yeah. it said like it's Turbo it's Time. It's Turbo yeah. Time. You can gonna always be, count on me. He's got to be careful though, because this is a Christmas movie neighborhood. He could have accidentally broken into Danny Glover's house and then got he shot. Have. Like that that would have been oof. Yeah, that would have been bad. Riggs would have. We're shot gonna the get hell bloody out. on this one, Roger. Uh, <laughs> get too my old. Smith and Wesson. <laughs> getting too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I love how the one thing that makes him think like, mm, let's not steal from a child is reading the tag on it that says "To Johnny from your loving father." Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got a terrible man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely, safely under, under a tree. tree. That is a freaky-ass reindeer puppet. He is. Yes. Well, yeah. and I think they, they did a good job, at least with the teeth, and I'll tell you why, because reindeer are different from regular deer. Reindeer be different from regular deer. I said Sinbad. R. No, I was oh, doing a Sinbad like, joke. What? Oh. I was like, what did I say? Because <laughs> uh, I had to explain to my cousin's child, Trevor, once, because uh, he didn't understand that regular deer have sharp canine teeth. Uh, right. they, do? they do. Uh, apparently, a lot of people don't know. What? That. Yes, uh, the, I saw know, a picture of it once. Yeah, and I'm teaching the youth like, of America, and like, I didn't like even know razor that. blades, man. They will just they'll mess you up. Yeah, they they yeah. can. I mean, they've they've got Oof. sharp teeth like dogs, and that's part of the reason why, like when they run out of their natural food source, they can peel bark off of a tree. Yeah. So, so you're so, saying uh-huh. reindeer reindeer have human like teeth? Reindeer have flat teeth. They don't. They have more herbivore type teeth yes. than regular gotcha. deer. But real deer only attack humans if there's somebody around to film it and put it on YouTube. Well, Precisely. So. I'm yeah. personally really, I respect that this film didn't want to misrepresent reindeer. Yes. Yes. Hey, it's a Christmas because movie. it's been happening for far too long, and maybe that's why Santa chose reindeer because they don't have the canine <laughs> yeah. killer teeth. It's time yeah. someone spoke up. He'll take somebody with a radioactive nose, but not somebody with right. sharp teeth, people. But I love how he uh, basically feeds the reindeer a bowl of beer. Yep, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it's oh, very who, Billy Madison. Who hasn't you know fed an animal alcohol? Want to get that donkey some beer? Get, get them all, all messed, messed up? up. <laughs> <laughs> I have never fed an animal alcohol. Really? Uh, I haven't intentionally. either. Intentionally. They can't metabolize it. It's horrible for them. It can kill them. So well, listeners, well, don't give your animals don't beer. Do it. As don't, funny, don't do it. As funny as it sounds, do not do it. Unless do it's a don't little, unless it. it's an irritating little black cat that it just attacked you. That's constantly. okay. That's okay. As that, a person yeah. who's, is uh, that what happened to that's you? That's exactly. No, it was literally at a party and people were lining up. Just give it more beer. Maybe it'll kill it. As a person whose dog <laughs> was poisoned in childhood, I'm surprised at you, Jason. But that was a dog, though. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they've made they made a cat wine. They made wine that you can give cats yeah. and. It, there is. Yeah. It's called it's called wine for lonely ladies. I was about to say, yeah. how sad of a cat gale lady do you have <laughs> I to be? Yeah, I, I, I think it, it's legitimately called like lonely guess, lonely lady wine. I guess so. Or they don't yeah. feel alone while they're drinking if they're drinking at home with their cat. Is that the concept? Yeah, they're drinking with their only friend, Sweet their Jesus. cat. Well, it legitimately gets your cat drunk in a safe way so that your cat is stumbling around the house with you so while you're yeah, drinking. Exactly. So it's yeah. laced with catnip, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially. All right. So if you want it, so if you want to get your cat drunk, uh, do it responsibly. Yes. 
PSA. Under your supervision. Yeah. And, and, and also take their keys away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always. Put it in the Always. key bowl party yes. in Alpharetta. Friends, call it a day. don't let yeah. friends whose only friend is a cat drive drunk. <laughs> true story. So true. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so we get to the big juxtaposition, or not juxtaposition, the big crux of the movie where, uh, yeah, Ted has been hitting on Liz incessantly and obviously throughout the film. And Ooh. she's like the one mom that he chooses because he's such an eligible bachelor. Liz. He wants a challenge. He wants to go for the married woman. I hey, guess. back then, Phil Hartman could have any woman he wanted. I think it's not even that because I feel like those other ladies might also be married. But they're throwing oh. themselves. But at him. I not think a I think that the challenge is is the fact that Liz pushes him away. Yeah, and that Ooh, he likes well, makes him more and, interesting. And also he likes hard to get. And also look who she's married to. Yeah. You know, it's like, if I can take out this dude... If I can take out Arnold and win the competition, I'm the ultimate man. With such feminine masculinity, too. Oh, I'm so great in the kitchen. I think think there should be a film that really dives into Ted's uh, origin story because he must have some kind of psyche. (laughs) That would be... I would pay to see that movie. Yeah, Yeah. I would watch the Ted origin story because... But totally straight, a totally serious movie. Yeah, I want to see what his ex-wife did to him. I think think she she clearly left him for her personal trainer. Probably. If she's still alive. Oh, shoot. We'll get Christian Bale to play Ted. Yes. (laughs) I'm in. Can I play the reindeer? Please don't don't anybody the reindeer. Don't anybody let M. Night Shyamalan hear this because he'll make it. Keep Ooh. it under wraps. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's between us. Okay. I just okay. want to see the twist. But we you know, Howard gets kicked to the curb pretty Jake much. Jake Lloyd is his son. Oh, oh I am your father. Twist. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so many perfect. overlaps. Uh but, so yes, we're finally at the crux of the movie at the Turbo Man Wintertainment Parade. With the Wintertainment Parade. Yes, the yeah. LSD Nightmare Parade. Because yeah, uh, because yeah. Arnold True. gets busted uh, trying to steal Ted's kid's Turbo Man doll. And he also sets Ted's house on fire. He's looking pretty bad at this point. So he follows his kid and Liz just sort of turns on him. She's like, Ted, will you drive me and the boys to the parade? And it's just... Screw uh, you, Howard. Kicking yeah. him while he's down. Poor Howard. Yeah, Howard is really losing in this movie. Yeah. But she regrets that decision real quick once those boys leave that car. What are you talking about? Ted is a very eligible bachelor. A lot of women would kill to be in that position. Mm, Exactly. She's a lucky girl. He doesn't (laughs) even try to spike the eggnog. It's completely alcohol free. (laughs) Here, let me give you some non-alcoholic eggnog. Yep. Uh, but then you got to respect Liz because she doesn't need Arnold to come and save her. Phil Hartman puts the moves on her and she knocks him the oh, hell out. Yeah. She knocks his block it's off. It's very you notice, Did you notice that the tick is in there? Yeah. Is yeah. it really? Yeah, I pointed yes. it out yeah. last night. Yeah. I was like, that's the tick. Yeah, well, it's I like do... the most random thing and it's so and awesome. Sonic the, the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Paddington Sonic Bear. Madeline. You see Gumby. A box of crayons. Yeah, a box yeah. of Crayola. Crayola. The, Crayola. The, Crayola the Rock'em, Rock'em yes, Sock'em Robots. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rock'em yeah. Sock'em Robots. Uh, right cat in the Hat. I do love that. But like old school Cat in the Hat that actually looked like the illustration. Yeah. Not, right. the Not the Mike, Mike Myers, Myers monstrosity. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. That's another movie for another episode. Oh, my God. I would love to be a part of that one. But this is the part of the movie where uh, young Adam, as you said, like all the all the elements just kind of align and the movie really loses its grasp on reality. Yes. Oh, thank God. Arnold got a little. He, he sees the cop that he keeps having run ins with. So he ducks down this alley and then he goes in a door and then, oh, my God, he's just suddenly the replacement for Turbo Man. And then yeah. he, he bumps into Jim Carrey's cousin 
season. Who yes, I was going to say that. Who basically gives him a Turbo Man outfit. <laughs> so we fixed all the kinks and the guy's in the hospital, but we found out that he's got most of his brain activity He's showing back. brain <laughs> activity. That's a, that's that's a, a really, really good, good sign. sign. Uh, so have a great show. So basically, Howard becomes the new Turbo Man at the Christmas parade, and he uses that as an opportunity to give the special edition Turbo Man doll to his son, Jamie, who he, who luckily he finds in the crowd. So He knows my it, it name. It all works out in the end. Well, he hasn't yes. rehearsed anything, so he doesn't realize, A, that Sinbad has <laughs> commandeered the costume from the actual Dementor. And, you know, a regular postman just knows how to parallel off of a building in the middle of a major city. I love that. That's that is that is part of the job description. Yeah, you need training. to know how to do that before they can. you can be released upon the public. Yeah. My, my, I, I my, talked to a mailman. He knows once. how to zip line. I, I, I had a friend of mine who was who was a letter carrier. I was corrected on that. Uh, and oh, postman's no longer a thing. Yeah, well, that's this. His thing was we're letter carriers, which whatever. What if you, they're carrying you, bills? I know, or you're working for Amazon. Yeah, you know, what? whatever. But he's no. He said you wouldn't believe the stuff that 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 they do as part of their actual training. Like they're one of the only. Um, it's like the largest federal agency that's trained in firearms. Be- what? Yeah, mailmen like. You know, letter carriers get trained in like how to shoot. Um, they were actually because dirt- they go to so many like personal addresses or like, yeah. what's the purpose yeah. behind that? Because you know, in the olden days, it was a thing. You robbed the mailman because there was Killed all the kinds of yeah. There was all kinds of yeah. yeah. But they, um, he said that in during the Cold War, they were trained. The U.S. Postal Service's job, if we ever went to war with the Soviets, was to catalog how many people died. Shut and up. seriously, like they were trained. This guy was trained, and they were trained to uh, deliver medication because their whole thing was, well, you know how to get there, so we yeah. just give you all the medication, and you and the mailman would go out and bring it, and they would keep a list of all the people who were dead. <gasps> that was yeah. That is insane. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. You ever wonder why so many of us go crazy? <laughs> There's more to the story. Yeah, I never yeah, would have guessed. Yeah, like, yeah. wow. I thought it was mostly just getting honked at and people passing you on the road all the time because you're in that rinky-dink little truck. That, yeah, aw. Yeah. That, well, no, but it doesn't go very fast is I know, what I'm I saying. Know. It's not built for speed. If I, if I was a mailman, I'd take one home and soup it up. I'd have a... <laughs> <I'd, I'd, laughs> like a big-ass like muffler on the back of it. Rolling you know? around town. <laughs> well, the mail's there. here. There you go. But yeah, so they're they're suiting up uh, Arnold to be Turbo Man. And who's, uh, Jason, I know you know this. Who's the comedian that's in the booster costume? Booger. The, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sweating Booger. like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. So it's uh, it's Curtis Armstrong, who's most famously known as Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always call him Booger. But he's playing Booster in this film, and he uh, gives one of the profanity lines in the film. He does. Yeah. I think all those guys from Revenge of the Nerds, they're just known by those names. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Every time I see Mr. them. Mr. Carradine. Yeah. Robert Fla- Carradine. Flou- Flounder. <laughs> yeah. Flounder. Yeah. Yeah. Flounder? Isn't that Animal House? Oh, yes, right. Flounder. Oh, yeah. Animal. We're crossing yeah. over. Yeah. My Sorry. Bad. But yeah, 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 yeah. Otter. Oh, no. Also what? Animal House. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Can't get it straight. But yeah, so uh, you've got Booster, and he's sitting there smoking in his costume, and it just, it sort of disillusions kids a little bit because 
this scene, it just shows that they, yeah, just regular humans in these costumes. That's it's a big not, deal. It is. And that's a really big deal. That's and what I'm he's saying. smoking and cursing. So it's like yeah. all kinds of levels, like realization for children. And yeah. poor Booster gets a beating because at one point, Sinbad kicks him off the parade float. Nobody likes you, Booster. And so all these little kids start all, emulating they that. They beat him up all and they're like, we hate you, Booster. They just, they just kick him while he's down. It's Literally. terrible. It's like, I feel so do. sorry yeah, for, for Booger. He's not getting paid enough. And I do love the commentators. That they do a great job on the parade. Oh, I'm just here with the lovely, uh, what's what I don't know their names, but fly turbo man, use your booster pack or whatever it is. Jet turbo pack. jet pack, turbo pack. I don't know. Here's a, a little touch that I enjoyed about those characters is uh, when they're done announcing something, they each this full Iron Man, they, That's they what take their stack of papers and they click them at the same time on the desk, you know, like a news guy. Yeah, click. Yep, <laughs> gotta do the Walter Cronkite paper click. Yep, for sure. But yeah, so Arnold's up there and it takes him a minute to realize he doesn't see what costume they're putting on him until he's up on the float. Yeah, I could get used to this. I could get used to this. (laughs) I could be Turbo Man for a living. I think he could. (laughs) Because even these days, Arnold Arnold could still rock that suit. I guarantee you. Okay, I got the doll here. I got to find Jamie. Where is he in the crowd? Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I've got to say this, and uh, I'm sure Alyssa, you'll agree with me here, is that yes. he's one of those awesome celebrities that never lets you down physique-wise. Like, every now and then you'll see, like, uh, a guy you used to admire, and then you see him these days, and you're like, oh, what happened to so-and-so? That's oh, so just, true. Yeah, but Arnold, oh, he's still was, in really good shape. I was well, having that conversation with Adam when he showed me uh, The Terminator over the weekend. I was like, wow. This is like right after like he like this is like him action hero. This is like the first time he's an action uh-huh. hero. Like yeah. this is his this is his like most physique body. Well, well not really for, not so much governor of California body that I see now, but then again, that body's still good. I don't it's think still you're familiar rocking. with his uh bodybuilding days pre Hollywood even. Oh, <laughs> I'm familiar. Yeah. Oh, I'm familiar. Oh, yeah. I'm saying Arnold, this have you, is have like you, have you seen Hercules in New York? Oh, I, I have not. Oh, yeah. I have not. You have to watch the dubbed one, though. Yes. It's, oh, it's God. Arnold, hilarious. Arnold Schwarzenegger won the Mr. Universe bodybuilding award five, five years five in a row. Five years in a row. Yeah. Do you know who else won Mr. that? Mr. Universe. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery was Sean Connery. He, Sean Connery. No, he did. Yes, he did. You're look, lying. Look James it up. Bond himself. Look it up. Before he Listen. was before he was Bond, he was Mr. Universe. He look was seriously. Yes, he was. Sean oh Connery was good looking as James Bond, but how would, on earth did he get that buff? So my question is then: Okay, so we all know what happened with Arnold Schwarzenegger. We all know what happened with Sean Connery. Whatever happened to the other winners of Mr. Universe? Like, did they? continue bodybuilding did they, they didn't become, become the terminator did they Bond? become no. bouncers at bars they, like what did they do they won their awards and went home and got day jobs <laughs> oh my wow oh my god sean really? connery holy poo on me, toast you're telling me that sean connery used to be buff yes i've wow. never seen i him mean because hey. when, he, when he did the james bond movies i mean he was good looking but he wasn't buff was that the he was there you go feast ladies it must have been Ooh, the 50s. Oh my. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. yeah. My my. As a straight man, I am attracted. Oh, well, wow. well, that's, you know. I've, I mean, uh, he's no Don Johnson, but still. No. But <laughs> well, no, but that, that's is. like, I've had yeah, I've had the conversation with, with my wife, you know, as far as like who the freebies are. Yeah, we discussed you know, that yeah, on 10th. Yeah. Does, she, does she say Daniel Sean Craig. Connery? No, Daniel Craig. Oh, okay. and, I, and I said. Everybody gets a freebie. Because her yeah, others and I, were. And I went, yeah, okay, Daniel Craig, that's fine. 
I'm totally okay you with that. You can't deny your woman the ability to be a Bond girl. Yeah, it, it'd be like, wait, then Daniel you have Craig your own Bond girl at home. Well, yeah, but also it would just be like, I can't deny anyone that. I mean, no, come on, absolutely you know? not. Adam, my, Adam's freebie is Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. I saw Shazam would, and I fell in you love. You would. I can. Okay. All right. So who's your freebie, Alyssa? Do y'all just have the one freebie or do we you do. have the hall pass list? Maybe Chris Pratt also. What <laughs> is it with Chris freaking Pratt? He's a good looking man. Don't get me wrong, but um, he's on like everyone's list. Mine, he's a nice guy. Mine might be Ryan Reynolds. Ryan yeah, he's Reynolds. on a lot of lists too. Yeah, he's okay. Deadpool. I was attracted to Chris Pratt when he was Andy Dwyer. So. Yeah, he liked fat Chris Pratt. I like fat Pratt. A lot of people did. Before he was part of the Pratt pack. Well, he was more he was more approachable. He was he was the accessible Chris Pratt. Yeah. 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 Now he's unattainable Chris Pratt. Which is ironic so. because he married Anna Ferris, Anna Ferris, Anna. And Anna, Anna. who was always the, you know, attainable, achievable. You but know. she's so ridiculously hot. Like that's what kills she her is. personality yeah. is very accessible, yeah. but not her looks. She's drop dead gorgeous. Oh yeah. It's kind of crazy. I still wish yeah. she was a brunette again though. I mean, I like as a well, if your wife is any indication yeah. or your hall pass list, you seem to like brunette ladies. So oh. that's uh, that makes sense. You're right. It's 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 a fetish. The chances a, of finding a brunette lady are pretty a, good. It's a kink of mine. I admit. Oh, my. Heckin' <laughs> <Yeah>. weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I'd, I'd have to say my freebie is Alexander Skarsgård. That's, oh, okay. He's so damn pretty. Wait, is that Bill Skarsgård's brother? Yes. Okay. I've got a redhead on my list. Though. I've got Jessica Chastain. Yes, you do. Yeah. So you have two brunettes and a redhead. Yes. So yeah, but can we count Jessica Chastain as fully a redhead because she was brunette at one point? Oh dear God, that's why Jason really likes her. You he know, can sense the brunette. <laughs> he can feel it he in can his feel bones. The roots. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, counselor. Um. <laughs> Approach the bench. Yep. <laughs> You know, I think if she ever made a pass at me, I would let it slide. I'd, I'd go ahead. Her. I'd just say, Awful you know, red hair. you know what? <laughs> I love, gonna, I love how real we're all getting. It. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, I'll allow yeah. it. All right, but uh, so yeah, we've gotten to the real action in the movie, which you're right, Jason. It does take a while to get around to it. There's a lot of hokey kind of action while Arnold's wrestling over the Turbo Man throughout the movie, but well, then you get into the real Turbo Man, leading right, to the yeah. big action climax at the parade. Like you know, Crazy. it's comedic genius on the way to this action. That's yeah. true. And then it sort of just kind of ends. It with, totters along for a second. Because, a, you know, it's there. It's it's they're well, trying. Arnold's got to pretend for a second that he's not some big ass action hero. Oh, I don't know how to react when people attack See, me on a parade I, float. <laughs> I think I was, I, I was at the age when this movie came out that. It was when you're a kid and the stuff that's like, that's totally unbelievable. That's it's Power Rangers happen. level. That's action, so stupid. For sure. When you're a kid, it's like, who cares? It's fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, when and, I, and I watched this movie on VHS as, as a kid and I was like, oh, I mean, it's only logical that Arnold would put on a Turbo Man suit and fight the right, mailman. Right. But now as an adult, I'm like. This is a cartoon episode, and I yeah. still I have to appreciate it for what it is. Well, and, and you know, as I say that, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about how you know, the the response to movies like this is hyper realism and dreary and dark, and we kind of went that way for a long time. And you know, I'm fine. I'm fine with a movie that's totally unrealistic. You know, it's a movie. It's silly. It's stupid. Right. You know? Like and that's they, fine. It's yeah. almost like our generation grew up and they they go to the movies expecting it to be something that it was never designed to be like this yeah. movie knows exactly what it is. It's got just enough yeah. cheese to well, it. People, people have complained about that with science fiction because now Absolutely. science fiction has to be so realistic 
Oh, yeah. That, mm. you know, like yeah. you've got Interstellar and you've got uh, Ad Astra and all, you know, they're really like we worked with NASA to do all this stuff and make sure it's absolutely correct, you know. And like you get movies like The Martian, which is just dull. Well, even that oh, video I sent you, uh, the Star Wars versus Star Trek, I sent yeah. that to you and Adam Brown, where it's like, oh, none of your science makes any sense. It's like, yeah, duh, none of it exists. Star Wars know. is For not me, science fiction. No, 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 they're saying that Star Trek, science fiction, like the fantasy. science doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, but we don't really have that. We had to bridge right. the gap with something oh. that's not real. Right, that's exactly. okay. We and came up with the story, and then we made the science serve the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so that's it's the same thing with so many movies. It's like because uh, I've heard people complain about the Pirates of the Caribbean, even saying that the the sequels are unrealistic. I was like, I'm sorry, the first one is about pirates that turn into skeletons in the moonlight. Yeah, what was so yeah. unrealistic? I, I'm about sorry. That? If you're going into a science fiction film or a Pirates of the Caribbean film expecting realism. Yeah. <laughs> You're there for the wrong reason. Yeah. You're there for the wrong reason. Yeah. Oh, but here we go. Super Iron Man it's, uh, test flight. <laughs> it's turbo time. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the part where my eyes actually locked. They were rolling so hard. You know, it was, um, I, I had to go to the so emergency room. If you haven't seen the masterpiece that is Jingle All the Way, <laughs> Arnold puts on a Turbo Man suit that actually has a working jetpack that These surpasses are, technology of the 1990s or now. Or now because yeah. that was totally a thing that they would put inside a costume. Yeah. For, for a, a parade, parade. Yeah. Yeah. right? It just doesn't make any sense. But like you said, you have to accept it for what it, it yeah. turns it, into it, a, an episode of a superhero TV show. Yeah, it turns it turns into Condor Man. Well, oh, I have a theory. Yeah. It's so nice. yeah, it does. It turns I, into Condor Man. I have a theory here, and this is a crazy theory, and it probably no. isn't true. Is it a last action? I mean, a uh, last Starfighter theory? Oh, uh, as much as I love Last Starfighter, no, I I think that in reality. The fight between Arnold and Myron was a very sloppy, simple, realistic fist fight on the parade float. Mm -hmm. And all of this that is happening is how Jamie is viewing it in his head. That <gasps> would be fantastic. Oh. Right. In fact, and it would be awesome if they cut away and you saw Arnold fighting Sinbad. Yeah. And it was just like them pushing each other. See, that, right? is, that is so Calvin and Hobbes because Bill Watterson said that because people have approached him for years like, oh, is Calvin's tiger real or is he really just a stuffed animal and he goes no 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 both perceptions of Hobbes yeah. are real it's just mm -hmm. that's how Calvin sees him versus how everybody else sees him Ooh. that's I never thought about it that way Adam yeah. that's, that's pretty cool Jamie views his father as his hero so oh that's well and theory. this is before he knows that it's his dad so he also views Turbo Man as Turbo Man a he's hero used, he's yes. used to the television show where Turbo Man really does fly around and is have all a child these... vicious that Turbo yeah. Man he's a fictional <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. character shut up Werner nobody invited you but stooping his mother sorry <laughs> he's still patient zero uh, tombstone uh, I got to agree with Werner here <laughs> my god yeah. But see, this whole scene gives me so much Germans anxiety. To see a kid hanging. To see a kid hanging hundreds of feet off in the air on a wire Christmas tree. But to be fair, it's Jake Lloyd. So, yeah, yeah, so nobody really cares. Well, I mean, I kind of care, <laughs> but at the same time. If, if Sam Beckett was real, he would leap <laughs> back in time and cut the wire. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights, so this scene does give me anxiety. And and, and Sinbad, oh, there he goes, there he goes, Turbo Man, help, Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> By the way, uh, jingle all the way, drinking game, everybody. Oh, no. Every time Arnold says the word Jamie, take a shot. Yeah, or How just, many times or just drink a lot, a lot. Just keep throughout the entire movie, now, or just keep drinking the whole bottle. Yeah. Are we yeah. talking? It's about... sort of like the the uh, Temple of Doom drinking game. Anytime Cape Capshaw screams. 
Oh, yeah. yikes. You'll, you'll, be, be, you'll be drunk in 15 half an hour. Minutes. 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, 15 yeah. minutes. No, here's the ultimate drinking game. Mrs. Doubtfire, every time Robin Williams says the word, dear. Oh, you'd be oh, dead. You'd oh, die of alcohol no. poisoning. Oh, ultimate yikes. drinking game. Yeah. I won't make it. I need the to Australians will survive. Yeah. But yeah. They'll be the only ones. I'm going to have to use beer for that one. Yikes. Scotland might survive. We have yes. like two listeners. Oh, there. this is when I come here with the jetpack and I say, Sorry, save my I've son. given my son third degree burns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the mom. Is no, just... it's it's non-burning fire. Oh, see now, <laughs> what is it? He's cold like, fire. I love how Arnold is basically like, "Here's cold your fish. here's your son," and then she's like, "Who are you?" Yeah. And oh, your Thank father. Thank you so much, sir. You, you look nothing like. You, I think like <laughs> my husband. My buff Austrian husband. Like him. Oh God! And she's just to distracted. be fair. I smoked a lot of weed before I came here today. <laughs> I had to put up with all these freaky <laughs> cartoons in real life. I actually like it, really love that Jamie gives the doll to Sinbad. That, that was really this. This movie has like two distinct, like heartfelt tear jerker moments when he gives the doll away, mm-hmm. and then when he tells Arnold, mm-hmm. "I've got the real." Shut up, Jason. <laughs> I've got the real <laughs> Turbo, Turbo Man, Man at, at home. home. Exa- that was so damn sweet. Oh, I, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> I was talking about this home appliance by Craftsman. I was talking about Ted the Reindeer. <laughs> I don't want to get back Ted to the Ted the Reindeer. <laughs> He's got his own home appliances. Aww. It's me. It's me under the suit here. <laughs> it's me. It's me. And it's, it's Arnold. <laughs> it's Arnold. It's the governor of California. Wow. Uh, look, Jamie's dad is Turbo Man. He's like, bye. I love how yeah. Run. I, I love how Ted makes him run. The second yeah. Ted sees him in the Turbo Man suit, he's like, Oh, he's gonna kick my ass. I just like raped his wife. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> he did not rape her because he did he, he not tried. succeed. He, he tried to. He, he tried to molest her, yes. But th- that that is funny that you bring that up, Adam, because yeah, he knows how buff Arnold Schwarzenegger is the entire time and he continues yeah, to hit no, on his wife. But then it's, the, it's the Turbo Man suit that really terrifies him. Yeah. It makes him run away. Yeah, I don't. He's like I don't he can't compete with him in a Turbo Man outfit. He's got a jetpack. And this from the moment, future. This poor yeah. moment with the police officer that he's technically been harassing for two days straight. He's I'm sorry like, about, sorry the about everything. He's like, sorry about the, the bus bomb. and the coffee and the bike. So Sinbad's going. Oh, to jail. and the bomb. And the bomb. Sinbad is going to yeah, jail. Sinbad's going to jail. But he's got a nice little action figure. To but he's got him. a Turbo Man doll that they'll put yep. into uh, the police facility. And yeah, it'll whenever, be used whenever, as evidence. Yeah, whenever he leaves and they do the whole thing. Yeah, like one kids. One wallet, like one blue, melt, yeah, like one prophylactic yeah. used. <laughs> yeah. And one Turbo Man doll. And he used. Has a, here's a Turbo Man doll. Yeah. His son isn't getting that doll Here, on Christmas his, his son will get that Turbo Man doll whenever he gets out of jail. Approximately five to eight years from now. <laughs> wow, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did like... Turbo you know, Man won't even be He did try to, blow, try to murder. Up, <laughs> blow up the police. He tried to <laughs> blow up a building, murder a child in a parade. Yeah, you're right. Like well, you do, like any Christmas movie. So let's get let's, around. Let's talk... Uh, I guess we need to do two things. We need to talk about Alf 2 Seinfeld. We do. Well, first of all, have you guys seen the after credit scene for this movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, only just because I watched it. Okay. Today, yeah. Just making sure you guys know about I the after credit scene. Don't know that I have actually to set up the possible sequel, which there was a sequel. There was a sequel. Oh, there was Larry a sequel. Whoa, we it don't, is we don't okay. talk about that. Truly, yeah. truly, a like fantastic and in true character of how terrible Howard is. The wife goes, "Wow, you know, with everything that you went through to get Jamie the present that he wanted, and." All the hoops that you jumped through and all the great things that you did. It makes me really wonder, 
What'd you get for me? <gasps> yeah. Oh God, nothing. <laughs> he got her nothing. Arnold he got, got her a divorce. Some turbo That's time. what he got. And he <laughs> actually, divorce. he actually at that moment suffered a fugue state because of the emotion <laughs> and hallucinated the events of Total Recall. So, ah, it's just on. something that I happens in the head. Come on, go Hagen. Give these yeah. people air yeah, right, right before, now. Before we jump down these multiple possible rabbit holes. All right, so guys, we're going to go ahead and uh, compare this to the other Christmas movies that we've seen so far. And we're only doing it up until that point. Like, so we're not talking about every Christmas movie of okay. all time. Yeah. Okay. We are talking about so far uh, Christmas, Christmas Story, Story, Die Hard, Jim Carrey's Grinch, or Ron Howard's Grinch, yeah, but Ron, Jim yeah, Carrey. Ron Howard's Grinch, yeah. And now... Jingle all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, of those four movies, which is the best Christmas movie? Of those four, well, of those four, I'll. Uh, although I do, let me let me for the record say that I do believe Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> I think Die Hard is it's not the, a Christmas movie. Oh you, shit! <laughs> she has not seen the film yet, folks. Oh, uh, then get uh, out of here! Get out! Don't worry! Why don't worry! You, I hey, haven't worry. seen it because it's not a Christmas movie. I'll be showing her the film very soon because it is Christmas. <laughs> Throw it time. at her! Throw it at her! <laughs> however, uh, I would like. However, I would. I would like the witness to read the last three words on the toy that I just handed her. <laughs> it says, "Um." Now I have a gun. Ho, ho, ho. Now and, I have ho, a machine and, gun. Ho, And ho. Um, the words ho, 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 are they commonly associated with a holiday? I believe so. I believe the setting of Die Hard is a Christmas party. Yes. And there's Christmas music in the background. In the soundtrack, yeah. I, I feel I feel really ganged up on right now. Don't worry, folks. I will be so showing. Let's vote. I will let's be showing vote. her. Die, I will be showing her Die Hard this year, but that's beside the point. Cool. Then we don't have to murder her. Yes. No, no, I do yet. think Die Hard is a great movie, and it is a Christmas movie. But when it comes to Christmas, there are. Very few films that I have to watch every year, and one of them is Jingle All the Way. Fair enough. Now, if I'm comparing it to Jim Carrey's Grinch and what else? A Christmas Story, Story and Die Hard. I would say that the top Christmas movie out of those selections would probably be Christmas Story, but number two, Jingle All the Way. All right. You know, um, I hate to say this. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Because you know how much I love Die Hard. I do. I'm a little afraid. I actually have to. I I I'm torn on this one. It's it's a dead heat between A Christmas Story and Die Hard. And I actually don't know yet which. I just, it wasn't I, when we watched Die Hard. I know. I know. But so I've, you ha- I've had changed your mind since then. I, I haven't yet. I'm still voting Die Hard tonight. But okay. I'm not. But I'm I'm. I might it in yeah, a future episode. I, I might it a, fu- a future episode. I Whoa. might vote. You know, that's I'm gonna fair. I'm gonna vote Die Hard just to keep it alive okay. for right now. That's but fair. A Christmas Story is just a fantastic. Well, you know, incredible Christmas movie. It is. Bear bear in mind that I'm going off of strict like what I watched during Christmas. Die Hard is probably the best movie out of all of these for me. But in terms of Christmas movies, I gotta go. Yeah, Jingle All the Way number two. Well, and if nothing else, you have the juxtaposition of all the very fake cursing in Christmas yeah. Story and all the very real yeah. cursing in Die Hard. Yippee Kaye, oh, Melon Farmer. Melon Farmer. <laughs> no, Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. Uh, I didn't yeah. Say fudge. Now, what, right, uh, Alyssa. what, where do you come down on all of those? Four. Of, of those so, four. Um, mine's a little complicated because um, I watch 
I watched three out of those four. I will watch that fourth one this year, I promise. But um, Is she even allowed to vote on this matter? My I God. <laughs> am going to vote and say that, I mean, I, I watch all... I watch Christmas Story every year because it's my dad's favorite. Sure. I watch... Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I, He's I hit, giving you the red I, light. I, I hit a button over here. I'm sorry. We need yeah. to make a decision. <laughs> I'm going to make the decision and say Jingle All the Way is right. my number one, but my number two is Jim Carrey's um, Grinch just because of nostalgic and okay. like personal reasons. Gotcha. Okay. Very true. Personal right. reasons. Darth? Personal reasons. It's down to you. I'm kind of, uh, well, you're going to be upset because I'm sort of still in your camp. Because remember, I was waffling between Christmas Story and Die Hard myself. And yeah. I think the problem is the same for both of us in the sense that you, it depends on your mood. It kind of does. Because yeah. you, sometimes That's you want fair. a good, yeah. wholesome, like, oh man, I got the toy Christmas, that I wanted yeah, for it's Christmas. Yeah, Christmas morning. Let's put a movie on And with sometimes the you want to throw a German man off a yeah, damn building. Yeah, so, yeah no shit. <laughs> there you go. And that's Christmas. So Let I, me spend well, enough time with my family, <laughs> and it's going to oh, be Die Hard. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy trails, Hans. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. But yeah, so What do you in think, I'm case, stupid? Well, Come out to the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. So we will, I guess you and I will have to make our definitive yeah, statements yeah. on that by the time we're done with our Christmas season so that's fine so that being said let's get to Alf to Seinfeld so Alyssa since you are new to the studio and we're not sure what or any if you've listened to our episodes uh, Alf to Seinfeld so you're familiar is a very unique scale uh, patent pending um, Nobel <laughs> Peace Prize pending but uh, the way that it works is Alf is on the very bottom of the scale for this reason. When you're a kid, you think ALF is the most brilliant, funny, hilarious show that's ever happened. Then you grow up and you realize it was all a lie. And ALF is a dumpster fire of a television show. <laughs> okay. Whereas Seinfeld, you're a kid and you're so bored with it. And what are these grown-ups talking about? They're so boring and they won't stop talking. But then you grow up and you realize that Seinfeld is the most genius thing that's ever happened anywhere. Yeah. And it's the greatest sitcom yeah. of all time. So, so it, it's way, a scale of improvement. Yes. So yeah. that means that okay. if this movie has not changed for you at all, if it's just as good now as it was when you first saw it, then it gets a perfect five. Now, if it got worse in your eyes, then it's less than a five. If it got better, for whatever reason, it's above a five. So... Uh, I will let you ruminate on that for a second, and we'll let Mr. Darby, who's a little more familiar with the scale, where does Jingle All the Way way fall on Alf to Seinfeld for you? Well, I love Jingle All the Way. I think it's a Christmas masterpiece, and I watch it every single year. For me, I enjoyed it in a completely different way as a child as I do now, but as I grow older, I enjoy it more on a completely different scale from what I didn't notice as a child, so... That's tough. I guess I got to put it towards the Seinfeld end of the spectrum simply because I enjoy it in different ways as I grow older. Okay. okay. All right. So that would, like, if it's a scale of one to 10, where are you going to put it on the scale? Ooh, like a seven, like right split the difference. Yeah, like how much, how much better did it get, basically? How much better did it get? I'd probably go eight. Okay. Okay. Fair all right. Enough. Darth? All right. Um. So Jingle All the Way, uh, I will be honest, I appreciated it a little bit more than I did as a kid because uh, I, I am a little bit older than young Adam and I, I was still relatively small when this movie came out and I enjoyed it for the silliness and, you know, Arnold's funny accent and him falling down and going boom like every 30 mm-hmm. seconds and beating up a bunch of Santas. That, for sure. I enjoyed it for what it was, but then I did start enjoying some of the adult humor and uh, jokes that I missed as a kid. And I really enjoyed the actual heartfelt moments that you get because it is kind of a sad movie for a while. And I really appreciated that, that adult aspect of the story that I just didn't pick up on when I was a little kid. So 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give it a nice six and a half. Uh, I'm gonna give it a six myself because it. There were parts of it I, I didn't really love it, and now it's more like. Well, and you yeah. weren't very, very like yeah, small yeah, when this yeah. movie came out either. But it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I can appreciate it more for what it is. So yeah, I'll give it a six, which leaves only one person left. Uh, All right, Miss Alyssa. Yes, me. Um, I, I think I would probably give it close to like a six point five or a seven, um, because. When I was a kid, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. It's like the one movie that my father and I quote all the time during Christmas time. Um, he will come up behind me and be like, put the cookie down. <laughs> Scare that ish out of me. Um, but I feel like I there are certain moments now that I'm older that I understood more and I got some sure. more of the dirty jokes and now it, it just made it a little bit better for me. Yeah. All right. Well, and on that bombshell, which is that Jingle All the Way not only holds up, but improves. It does. Slightly, but it does improve mm. with age. Yeah, yes. not vastly. It did like a good job. Like fine wine. Yes. <laughs> uh, Unlike Arnold's improv ability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you both for joining us. Adam, thank you for joining us again. Our Alyssa, thank visitor, you for yes. giving him a ride and, and being <laughs> stuck with us for an <laughs> hour and a half. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you haven't been recording this entire time. It's just been the three of us. Oh, actually, okay. So, it's yeah. fine. No pressure. No Whatever. Pressure but we do appreciate our brand new guest host. This has been very exciting. And our veteran returning guest host, Young Adam. Thank you guys for joining us in the studio. And of Hindsiders, course. as always, um, we want to check in with our guests uh, to see if they actually have any upcoming projects before we play the music out no because these two are actor friends not everybody is so uh if there is there anything that you would like to promote now or that we can promote for you later that you just want to mention we have auditions coming up so stay tuned okay. excellent then let I us know so we can put it on the uh social mead we, yes, for sure where for you sure. can find us at hindsight is horrifying on instagram and hindsight horror on twitter and facebook so thank you for joining myself young adam Alyssa, and jason this is hindsight and good night. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night.